The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. It's been an absolutely monumental week, and as we make it to the weekend, I am so excited because the show is about to get underway. But speaking of shows, there's been some huge guests on the show this week, including Peter Rosethorn. He was just eliminated this week from the amazing race, the Celebrity Edition, where he was racing to get his hands on $100,000 cold hard cash for his chosen charity. And it all came down to one very silly mistake with a map. It's a bit gutted. So I quietly gutted because, you know, it was my fault that we got kicked off. You know, it's just a poor, a poor mapping incident. You know, it wasn't even a map. You know, that sounds tricky when I say map. It was one of those tour maps as a big red line. Follow the red line to the roundabout turn left, you'll get there. So I still managed to pull it up. Amazing, amazingly stupid. But um, had, a, had a great time. It was a fantastic thing to do. It was a ripper. Peter, how did it how did it all come about for you to be part of the amazing race? Because it's it's a question that I'm not sure I could answer. Yeah, okay. So back in the day when I was doing Captain Kim, when you get on popular shows, like you'd start getting offered other programs like Dancing with the Stars, and I would say no, thank you, Dancing <laughs> with the Stars, and then uh, Celebrity Apprentice, no, thank you, not going to do that one either. And then uh, then I got off the Jungle the first. The first incarnation of the jungle, the mm-hmm. I'm to get me out of here, and uh, I said no, and then I got I did the four, I got off at the fourth one, which coincided with a tax bill, so I said yes. <laughs> so I went to the jungle, and I loved the jungle. The jungle was uh, much harder, much harder than the Amazing Race, and so this is the first time the Amazing Race has done the D grade celebrity thing, and um, and I said uh, that'd be interesting, and I got to choose who I went with. I said, and Frankie is a budding comedian like me, well, I am one, but she's, uh, you know, just starting. And so I thought, good opportunity for a bit of publicity, maybe. And she's a really good kid. She's got a very old old head on her, on the shoulders, and we got on really well. And it was just great. It was a beautiful thing to do with your daughter, and we took all. Now, Charity, you guys were hoping to raise hundred grand for a charity of choice. Who was your charity? Yeah, that's called uh, Autism for All Stars or All Stars for Autism, either. either. And um, yeah, like they're a very small Perth based charity. That's where I live. And uh, my grandson has autism. So uh, we, and uh, the theory of the, of, the, of the charity is everyone needs a gang and it's a group of people that hang their own. Were like-minded so it's, it's just a whole of you take a whole group of autistic kids all different spectrums you know to the movies or out to have a barbecue or you know just get them all together and have a bit of a party together so everyone's got autism the supervisors the, <laughs> the parents have all got autistic kids and so it's just a really just a fun group you know so and they do lots of stuff they do art together and just you know just you know learning play and just being friends basically peter I talked to Bo a couple of weeks ago. India was where it all started for the Amazing Race of Celebrity Edition. When you guys get dumped in India, was it a shock? Yeah, uh, yeah well, we weren't. We didn't know where we were going to go, so we sort of <laughs> ended up at this beautiful hotel. It's where those Australian cricket teams stay, actually, when they stay in Delhi. And, uh, and so we went from the very flash hotel into the deepest, oldest, frenzied marketplace in the world. It's just crazy. It was like... 42 degrees and it was hectic and you couldn't, it's so hard to find anything in India, let alone, you know, a specific shop that sells, you know, saffron or, you know, turmeric to make butter chicken. (laughs) So it was pretty, it was pretty wild. And you're sort of backing, 
You've got a camera guy who's walking backwards into tuk-tuks and people, and oh, it, was, it was mad. But I love that. I love the craziness of that. I think I really embrace all that. So I, I loved it. Some did people's heads in. People were fainting and just getting overwhelmed. And but we weren't. We weren't. Also, we have a bit of a. We we got to race, Frankie and I. We were having a pretty good time. <laughs> it's just trying to get through. It's you know it's, uh, you know challenges that happen. So uh, I mean, managed to last a few days, but I just wished I hadn't done something as basic as you know miss something easy on a map. <laughs> so hey, dumb. I, I have to ask. What was the highlight for you and Frankie, and has the trip changed you both? No, it hasn't changed us. We're all pretty pretty steady before. Well, I think you know we have a we have a something we shared together, which will you know, will never leave us, and it was it was intense because it was such a specific and challenging kind of few days in terms of what it did, and um, and in terms of it being on a tele show together and stuff like that, which was amazing. Um, Changed me, but I changing. Um, no, but I had an incredible amount of fun. So that's a great thing to have with the kid is you have fun and, and and an experience together. So I'll never forget it for that. Mm. Now, of course, it all came to an end because of a map. Uh, map reading's yeah. done for you for the rest of your life. Well, I was good map reader. So give me a Gregory's, <laughs> give me something. You know, with the you know, a you know, then the letters and the numbers easy. And it wasn't longitude, latitude. It wasn't it wasn't intense like that. It wasn't, I didn't have a compass. You know, it was just a, it was a really it was a cartoon map. It was literally a cartoon of an island. Just follow that line, and you'll hit the roundabout. And I thought this is taking too long. And when I when I actually we did the U-turn, we found the roundabout eventually. It was the biggest roundabout in the history of the world. You couldn't have got a, it's had elephants with water coming out of their trunks and you know, fish and stuff. It was crazy. It went, oh, so dumb. But uh, anyway, it, was, it was still fun. Peter, it was great to see you and Frankie on our TV screens as part of the Amazing Race. I would have liked to have seen you on our TV screens for a whole lot longer, but you've bowed out gracefully. You may never meet a, a reader map again, but thanks for being part of the show this morning. Being <laughs> a pleasure, mate. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Now, from Pete Rose Thorne to some fun here in the Limestone Coast, it is show weekend here in the Blue Lake City, and the man who knows all about it is the president from the show Society, Brian. Brian, tell me what's going on for the show today. Today and tomorrow here in the Limestone Coast. Yeah, we've got uh, all the rides that were at the, the uh, Adelaide show have come down to us this year. Um, we've got the Thriller, the Hurricane, the Sizzler, Dodging Cars, Ferris Wheel, Tripper, Hard Rock, Cyclone, Skydiver, Fun Factory, uh, Kamikaze, the Dragon Wagon, and of course the pickups for the little ones. And Brian, not only is it Sideshow Alley that gets people excited, it's the show bags. Of course, we've got great show bags this year. We've got Army Action, Dinosaur Rules, there's Police Action Squad, Emergency Rescue, My Little Tool Man, there's a Wild West show bag. Um, of course, with the lollies, we've got Jumbo Gummy, Sour Blast, Jumbo Fizz, and of course, my favourite, the Brain Liquor. Now, Brian, I've got to ask, my boss wants a Booty Beetle show bag. Do you have them? I'm sure they're in there. There's, there's, there's that many there. I, I cannot see the back of the stand. The stand is full. Now, mate, it's all about fun at the show over the next couple of days. What else is going to attract people to the show this year? One of the favourites was the Ag Learning Centre with the animals. We've got a, uh, a unique one there with Australian bush buddies with lots of native animals. People can get up, up close and, and even touch some of these animals. Jousters on the main arena. Oh, we were talking about that the other day. I am so excited that you've got jousters coming. 
yeah, it'll be a great event, and I'm sure it's going to attract a huge crowd on the on the arena. And uh, something for those who uh, who love a bit of excitement as well. The factory FMX team will be there. They put on a, a great display for us on the arena. Brian, big questions. How do we get tickets? What time is the show open? Uh, tickets are available online, or you can buy tickets at the gate as you get to the show. Quite cheap for for a day's entertainment. Adult tickets uh, at twenty dollars, and child's tickets twelve. Uh, age pensioners twelve dollars to come through. Children under five are free. Brian, it is going to be a huge couple of days. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Thank you very much, Alan. There's lots going on across the region, but there are no excuses not to head to the Kunawara this weekend. It is all about pizza. It's all about music, and it is all about wine. Heidi, tell me what's going on as we celebrate all things Cabernet in the Kunawara. Well, as you mentioned, it is all about the pizza this weekend, and it's um, on Premier theme. On Friday night, we have Zima. Mrs. Zima's firing up the wood fire pizza. She's doing her traditional Italian pizzas at the winery at Zima. That's going to be a great night on Friday. Friday and on Saturday you can bring the family along to the Friday night too of course Um, on Saturday it's pizza and tunes at Raiders Estate Um, across the course of the weekend as well we have uh, wineries offering tastings in cellar doors for barrel to glass so you're having the opportunity to taste wines that aren't yet bottled or released yet so it's it's an opportunity for people to taste the flavors taste what's to come and you can probably put a pre-order in too if you're lucky Head over to the website, kunawara.org. We have all the details there. You can view the program or jump on Facebook. We've got the events listed there too. So make sure you pop on over to Kunawara and um, join in the festivities of Cabernet Celebration. Heidi, always good to catch up. Thank you very much, Ewan. Talk next week. Bye. Now, this week as part of the show, I also got to catch up with Rock Royalty. The Rivers Run Dry album and tour are happening as we speak. The album was put out in July. The tour is taking place right the way across 2023-2024. The man responsible for both is coming to the Limestone Coast in April next year. He'll be in Warnable and Hamilton this month, though. If you want to take a trip across the border, he was part of Cold Chisel. He's going to be part of Mushrooms 50 Live. I'm talking about Ian Moss. Ian, tell me about the Rivers Run Dry album and tell me about the title track because it was a collaboration. Yes, co-wrote with a great, uh, my touring partner of uh, all of 22, which was such a fabulous tour uh, and such a lovely man to work with, with Troy Cassadaly. Uh, that's a co-write. That's one of two co-writes with, with him and I on the album. The other a song called I'm Going Back. Um, but another ball playing, yeah. Um, a nice upbeat rock thing, you know, is uh, features a, bro- a guy with a broken heart and a muscle car, you know, working to go wrong. <laughs> exactly, absolutely. Now, mate, one of the other things I loved, uh, our very own Casey Chambers, because she grew up down here in the Limestone Coast, uh, she was a special uh, guest on the album as well. Yeah, she was, yeah. That's uh, Bury Me, is that track? That was uh, co-written with uh, Mark and Jay O'Shea, uh, two Australians living in Nashville. And it's just uh, how we demoed the song. I mean, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a duet, but uh, it worked so well when we were writing it. And so, right, I've got to, got to find someone. Then, and then uh, somebody suggested Casey Chambers, and what a perfect fit. She's a lovely girl. Now, Ian, yes. the Rivers Run Dry album is out. It's doing great things at the moment. You've got the tour uh, touring around Australia at the moment. You've just announced a whole heap of shows, which means you're going to bring the show to Mount Gambia in 2024. Take us through the show and, and what it's going to be like for people who come along and check it out. 
Well, okay, so it's, it's solo acoustic, which um, you know, I remind people again, like it's a it's a big solo acoustic. I don't, you know, I use a big PA system. I've got my stomp box. It's a big, big, big sound. Um, of course, I'll be, you know, I mean, I'm keen to promote the new album, and hopefully by then, you know, a lot of people are going to go a lot more, know a lot more songs. But it'll feature the title track, "Rivers Run Dry," which. It's a true life story written for a childhood mate of mine from my hometown of Alice Springs who uh, suffered a uh, big health setback and at the commencement of writing, wasn't sure if he was going to pull through. Happy to say he did. Um, so that Nullarbor playing, uh, I'll be definitely um, probably tipping in the, the song. Hopefully Casey might drop in and um, sing Bury Me With Me. But, of course, you know, I've got other songs. I've got my matchbook album featuring... Tucker's Daughter, Telephone Bird, Such a Beautiful Thing, Out of the Fire, for example. But then, of course, I do my own take, you know, Bow River, that's my song. So whether it's, yeah, it's, that, that's, I wouldn't get out alive if I didn't do that. And I do my, <laughs> I do, I do do a take on a couple of other chisel things, my own take, I just say Choir Girls, sometimes Saturday night, sometimes when the war is over. And I like to chuck in a bit of my true love of, of, of blues songs like Cry Me River and Georgia on my mind. Ian, the tour is absolutely massive. What gets you out and about and touring across regional Australia? Yeah, I'm doing something I love, love doing, making a living out of it. That's a pretty fortunate position. So I, I never take that for granted. Um, I like to get out there and, and, and play music and, and you know, then I'm, if I can sell some uh, records, that's handy. But I get to see places. I'm just a guy with permanently itchy feet that, Loves being on the move. And Ian, one of the things that I love about your uh, your tour over the course of the next 12 months, you're, you're fostering a lot of really incredible artists uh, as part of the show. Yes, um, that's, you know, that's really important uh, to try and do that, get, get uh, help people. Uh, you know, I'll always have a support. I think uh, down there it's going to be uh, Callum Wiley. Um, it's just really important to help help the younger people coming through you know we i grew up in a time very very fortunate uh in the in the late 70s and early 80s where there was a band uh, on every pub you know on every corner and we could uh we could play six nights a week and uh if you went down to victoria you played you played an afternoon gig on the saturday you played uh, an early evening gig and you played a late night gig on the saturday and then you on the sunday you did a, what they called a session gig late after late afternoon and before you headed home and boy were you knacking after that but uh we were young and fit and loved it uh, so those <laughs> days it's not like that anymore so you've got to give people uh and i'm more than happy to give uh, young and up-and-coming people every opportunity they can possibly get and what what gets you up each day why do you why do you still love music so much Oh, I, I just can't say I could ever stop. If it's been in your blood, if you were, I was five years old, sort of uh, down at my local record store in Alice Springs, uh, you know, hassling them to get me a copy of Johnny Horton's Battle of New Orleans or Elvis <laughs> Presley, The Hard-Headed Woman or The Beatles' Hard Day's Night, and they'd have to send away for it. I never gave up, and, you know, when I got those records, I played them to death. Uh, so it's just in my blood, and it's, um, you know, the minute of myself and I know other musicians say the same thing the minute you when you uh, um, stop playing music is the day you start dying 
Ian, it has been sensational to talk to you this morning. The Rivers Run Dry Tour for 2023-2024. It's going to see you here in the Limestone Coast next year, playing in Warrnambool and Hamilton during the course of the next couple of weeks if people would like to take a trip across the border. Rivers Run Dry, of course, is the brand new album. It's out now. You can find out more, ianmoss.com.au. Ian, great to have you on the radio this morning. Thanks very much, Ewan.